Hey, we're back. All right, fantastic. I know I've been pretty bad about updating and things, but I'm getting better, damn it. And it's going to be great. Um, yeah. Welcome. Hello. Welcome to the Gospel According to Stupid. I really should start doing this sort of thing, like the whole welcome to the podcast bit, but I think, I, I don't know. It's never too late to start, but if you're starting from the beginning, it's gonna get really tedious being like the other podcast welcomed me and this one didn't fuck you and then they you know abandon the ship you know please don't abandon ship uh so yeah what's new with john john is doing a lot of stuff these days he's keeping himself terribly busy um working usually in the evenings which means he's kind of tired when he gets home and only has a couple hours during the day to do whatever he needs to do and he's meeting with all manner of people uh, locally and uh, businessy and just wanting to do some pretty cool things that he doesn't usually get to do, you know, all the time. It's good. I'm quite a fan. Um, and this keeps me just kind of sort of super active in things. Uh, Twelfth Night is still very much in the water so far. Uh, we're running into a couple little roadblocks, but there is there's a little light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, it's a movie that we made right here in Boise, Idaho, that's being put together, and it's it's an adaptation of Shakespeare's Twelfth Night, of course. And it's it's real close. It's it's just very tedious right now, and the steam is really sort of running out. But you know what? We're 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 moving forward little by little, and uh, you know that's forward progress. You know, however you look at it, it's always forward. Um, so there's that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it. Um, work's going good. I'm gonna probably get myself another job here in a second just to complete my entire time. So I'm really hopeful that I'll that I'll find the time somehow to keep on keeping on with this. Since the people who do listen to this seem to enjoy themselves, and and those that don't don't know about it. So um, yeah. And again, uh, I'm really thankful for you guys, uh, those folks who are listening and. Uh, even though the numbers are small so far, the, the encouragement is continuously there, as well as I'm enjoying the hell out of myself. I don't know about you guys, but I certainly am. So that's all that's new with me right now. There weren't any new emails that I need to really address for the past couple of episodes. And uh, if you listen to the last one, I'm really a pretty big fan of it because I kind of got on my own little roll about going on about, you know, uh, Abram and Abraham. Well, Abram is Abraham, I guess. Going on about uh god being wanting to smite sodom for really no huge reason right like he just kind of went like and this place will be the smiting of the week or a month or a year or a millennia or however long he he dictates the time that needs to be smiting you know because sometimes you just want to keep people on their toes and friday <laughs> fuck um yeah okay so we left off with uh, Abraham saying, hey, man, like, if, you can, if we can find ten people in the city of Sodom, you'll spare the entire place, right? And assumingly Gomorrah, too. Um, yeah, so we're going to see where we're at. We're on chapter 19. Holy crap. We're about to reach halfway through Genesis. Woo! And there's really no... I mean, that's... It's chapter one. I mean, section one. Um, yeah, whatever. Okay, here we go. Uh, chapter 19. And there came two angels to Sodom at even, 
And Lot sat in the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. Didn't Lot come here to, like, create this town, so he's just the gatekeeper? Like, in a guy who is already, like, with Abram, and he went off, and he's kicking a lot of ass, and then they're like, hey, man, let's just, let's split the land, man, let's... Let's let's bi- let's build together but separate, you know, good good fences make good neighbors, that whole thing. And yet when he builds these cities, it seems presuming that this is the same lot that was with Lot with Abram before, uh he's now guarding the gate. Now maybe he likes that job. Maybe he's just really good at it. Maybe he just wants to meet the people who are coming up to the to the thing being like, "Hey guys, welcome to Sodom." Um but it still seems like a job that's not really not really fit, you know? Uh, good for him. I mean, he's at least alive. And in this day and age, that's, that's a success. Uh, and he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early, and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him, and entered into his house, and he made them feast, and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. Okay, so, great, wonderful. Like, Lot is like, hey guys, come to my place, it'll be great, we'll wash feed, we'll have a good little feast, it'll be wonderful. And these two angels are very much like, uh, we're supposed to stay out on the street and things, but maybe Lot is just that convincing, man. Like, he can just sell the damn place. Like, man, you don't want to deal with the street. I don't know. Whatever he's doing. Um, okay. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people of every corner. Oh, shit. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, We are the men which came into thee this night. No- oh, where? Oh, <laughs> turns out if you read it correctly, it makes a lot of sense. Where are the men who came into thee, into thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them. Hmm, okay. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him. Oh, well, Lot's going out there to meet the mob. And said, I pray you, brethren, I do not so wickedly. Behold, now I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing. And therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. All right, so now we're getting kind of a feeling of like what Sodom's all about. And it's not exactly the greatest place. Uh, even, especially if you live in a place, and we know this place is not exactly the best. I mean, we walk in knowing that if there's only 10 there that are actually A-OK peeps, that they'll spare the city. Now, I don't know how big Sodom really is, but if it's about, let's assume gigantic. Let's assume, let's assume Sodom is somehow the size of New York. And if there's ten good men in that, I mean, chances are fairly good, right? 
I mean, okay, so I'm not saying everyone from New York is awful, but I, I'm saying, like, population-wise, like, let's say if it was that big of a city and if it's kind of like a, oh, wait, shit, uh, what if we can't find 50? What if we can't find 10? You know, it makes that sort of, uh, it makes it bigger and scarier and kind of awful as opposed to, I think I brought this up last time when I was like, well, what if there's only, like, 150 people there? That makes it a really easy kind of deal. But if it's a gigantic sort of a city and it's huge and it's, ter you know, and it's already just known for being a fucking terrible place and we can only find 10. Oh, this also brings into the idea that maybe we shouldn't be putting ourselves into such a crowded environment. Makes bad people of us all. Maybe. I don't know. There's some good people. Um, I mean, I came from a place with like 8 million people and I, it was too much for me, but there were good people to be had. I found my 10 and then some. So, yeah. Anyway, let's just assume that Sodom is just a huge place full of douchebags who are apparently, and Lot is very much aware and somehow kept his two daughters from knowing men and things, which we don't know their ages. Uh, but he literally just offers them up so that he, that we wouldn't deal with like the two guys who was offered to his house. Great bit of hospitality, not really good in the whole fatherly pa uh, parenting sort of thing, right? Like, uh, hey, I just met these two guys. They seem pretty cool. I'm just keeping them under my roof. It's great. Oh, damn the the Johnsons and the Robinsons and the and the other sodomites and whatnot are showing up and and uh, well, daughters, we warned you this day would come. It's not great. It's this isn't going to work out well for you, so you may want to stretch before I throw you out to the wolves out there. What a terrible, terrible place. Okay, so it's not a good place at all. Uh, and the men, and they said, I'm assuming the men, stand back, and they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now, we will deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. Oh, fuck, dude. But the men put forth their hand, but the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house uh, to them and shut the door. Okay, so they're like, fuck off, we're gonna do, you know, we'll be the judge, we're more than you, who are you to bring about, you know, all this stuff? Da da da, I guess. And a bunch of people are starting to, like, try to break down the door, but our two angel friends whoosh, bring Lot back in before they can probably rip him in half and do some terrible, terrible things to him, it seems. Um, and they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. I wonder if it was a temporary blindness, or if they just... Whoosh, ah, fuck! Ah, blinded! And they just... Oh, wow. Angel blinding. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides, son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters, and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxen great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. Well, I'm glad I welcomed you into my house then. Hoo-hoo! <laughs> So it seems like this city isn't very huge either. Or we're judging by just a smattering of folks. Which we can assume there was men... 
Hold on. So if we back up. Um, the men of the city, even the men of, even the men of Sodom, compass the house round, both young, old and young, all the people, all the people from every quarter. It's everywhere. Okay. And I don't know if it necessarily was the deal that we find ten good men, not necessarily women, uh, in the city. Again, you know, Bible rampant. But if we find ten good men, that's that's the low that's the low ball deal. Um, but it says in there that it seems like everybody was there. Now I don't know how big Lot's house was. It might be huge. It might be just there were several thousand people who were just surrounded the house and are trying to break down the door or it might have been a hut where there was you know very few people outside but you know to encompass it was at least 50 dudes um and you know maybe maybe that's helpful in our little idea of how big this city is now it granted it's it's vague enough that you can imagine whatever you want to imagine i myself kind of like both ideas but maybe lot has his nice big house and there's a bunch of people and and the entire men of the entire city show up and go, hey, we want to fuck them, we assume, or rip them apart or do terrible things and to them. Eh, we don't want your daughter, daughters. But, you know, then again, they could just break down the door as they're about to do or try to do. And it's already <laughs> a smattering. It's everybody. Hey, convenient. Everybody's there. There is no need for a huge bit of judgment. There's no need for... We went door to door and be like, you a good person? Eh, kind of. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, next door. You know, everybody's already there. It's happened. We can judge accordingly. That's everybody. That's everybody. Oh, okay. This made their job super easy. Um, and these two angels are like the, the census takers of this place, right? Like they're, they're the ones to come in and be like, you guys, you guys find the ten. All right, so even there's like a separation of, of the deal, God, and these folks here. Um, and the angel's like, yeah, this place fucking blows. You, Lot, the only good person here who has obviously fed us, washed our feet, and given us some nice beds to stay into, as well as didn't really offer us up to the entire mob because we were just new to the town, you're a good guy. And luckily, you, as well as the people who are with you, are going to be hopefully you know, taken care of, you know. Uh, and if you have anybody who's related to you, you, they must hopefully be good people. We are getting people who you are related to, not friends, sons, daughters, wh whatever, and good, good going, which works out pretty well. So if you have a really good, you know, father, hopefully, and or brother or you know, you lead by example, you're going to be starting to save people. That's, I hope, the lesson in this. Be, be good or everybody fucking dies. And uh, who knows? They might be angels who are knocking at your door. Or whatever. Uh, okay, so these angels are going to destroy this town. Not a fun time. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters. Hang on. Wasn't it like four passages ago that we'd just be like, hey, these girls, these daughters of mine don't know, don't know men, but apparently they're married. I mean, did this just happen like a minute ago? Like, did they have boyfriends and just, 
Let's do this now. And we can save a couple more. Hmm. Or maybe just the term of like, uh, they don't know men means they've never been pregnant. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. What? Uh, for the Lord will destroy the city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. Okay, so maybe his sons-in-law don't don't really believe it. Maybe. And they're like, fuck off? I don't know. Uh, and when the morning arose, when the angels hastened, Lot saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. Good plan. My wife was saying that before, but you know, the housing market was so cheap that, well, why don't we live in Sodom? I mean, literally, it's like a hundred bucks a month. And shit, I mean, we can deal with the neighbors, I guess, for whatever amount of money that is. So apparently these sons-in-law, who I assume didn't really get around to plowing their wives, uh, are obviously not about. So we have just have, like, the wife, the two daughters-in-law going like, well, fuck off, see you around. Uh, and while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord, being merciful unto him, they brought him forth and set him without the city. Uh, okay, so these angels either teleported them out of the city, or like, hang on to me, we're going to get you out, and they got out of the city. Uh, and it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Alright. Um, assumingly, once you hit the mountain, you're, you're okay to look back and see stuff. You know, at least look in that particular direction. Because it'd be really hard to be like, well, God said I can't look west, and so... Everything's been going in a north, south, or easterly motion, or, you know, I've been walking backwards to do what I gotta do. Rough stuff, man. Like, not bad. Okay, so, lest thou be consumed. Oh, fuck. And Lot said unto them, O, oh, not so, my lord. Behold now, thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnificent magnified thy mercy, which thou hast shewed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me, and I die. Behold, now this city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. It's not a little one, and my soul shall live. Um, okay, so the mountain is really far. Uh, what if I die on the way there? I'm an old dude. He's probably about the same age as Abraham, or like a little bit younger. So he's not, not a, not a spry chicken. Um, so he's just like, well, there's a town about like a couple miles this way, as opposed to several hundred miles that way. Can I get there? Uh, and he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, and I will not overthrow this city for which thou hast spoken. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. Um, 
or I don't know. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou be come hither. Therefore, the name of the city is called Zor. Okay. The sun is risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zor. Uh, then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire. Oh, that's where it comes from. From the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew these city, those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. He fucking destroyed the damn place. But his wife looked back up from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. <laughs> Fuck, dude. What a punishment. Like, didn't they get to the city? Uh, haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou be, till thou be come thither. Therefore this, oh, so we don't know. Wait, no, he entered the, into the new city. He entered, the sun risen, and Lot entered into Zor. Lot entered it, not everybody. And if this book has taught me anything, it's, if ever, if they say he, they entered into it, they did. And only Lot so far entered there. So he was apparently ahead of, um, his two daughters and the wife. Lot entered into Zor, uh, and then in the next county over, just fire and brimstone and brimstone and fire, and just wiping Sodom and Gomorrah straight off the fucking planet. And assumingly, before they and uh, the wife entered Zor, this other town, she looked back on the fuck is that sound, and then Pam, pillar of salt. Whew. Well, I mean, there was a warning, at least this time. There was, wasn't just a don't do it, but there was a don't do it or you'll be consumed. Not a good time. But we also assume, whatever. Uh, and Abraham uh, gat up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the plain and beheld, and lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. Whew. Things were burning and it was crazy. Okay. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham and let Lot out of the midst of the overthrow and he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt. I'm assuming not in the future. I mean, just... It's saying, like, God destroyed it, and um, those cities of the plain, which was Sodom and Gomorrah, that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot into the midst of the overthrow. So just being like, hey, guys, just as a quick reminder, Lot's okay, and Lot did live there, but now he destroyed those cities in which Lot was once a part of. Little repetitive, 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 and it's okay, it's all right. Um, and Lot went up out of Zor and dwelt in the mountain, and his two daughters with him, for he feared to dwell in Zor, and he dwelt in a cave, he and his two daughters. Well, I mean, you know, if God destroys one big city, you might as well go off and live on your own. I mean, that makes you a hermit already. I don't blame him, especially if you're, you know, Zor isn't much better. And if we don't know, I mean, we don't know how great it is or bad or whatever. But if you're already entering a city, being like, this looks a lot like how Sodom used to, let's not live here for very long. Because we don't, he, I mean, he doesn't know the war path, you know. We don't know that he's just going to destroy just Sodom and Gomorrah. Who do, I don't know. And certainly Lot doesn't. So if he's going like, well, we're in this town. It's really close to this place. Yeah, like, go live in the mountains. That makes sense. I'm in. Um, 
and bringing his two daughters with him because he doesn't have a wife anymore. But <sighs> assumingly, once he hit Zor and people, you know, everyone got in there, looked back, went, where my wife? Oh, holy shit. And he could see that. Makes sense. Uh, and the firstborn said unto the younger, oh, okay, so the daughters now. Uh, the firstborn said unto the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man in the earth to come unto us after the manner of all the earth. Uh-oh. This, this seems dirty. Um, come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him that we may preserve the seed of our father. This was the best they could find in Sodom? Wow. Just wow. Okay. So we did have sons-in-law who are now, you know, fire and brimstone-eyed, who apparently didn't do anything or they didn't do much with their daughters, on, uh, with Lot's daughters at the time. Or if they did, they might have instilled, like, a really, like, uh, how do you come to that thought? You. Much dis, uh, much gross. Why? You. Okay, um, all right, we're muscling through. They're gonna get lot drunk, and then they're gonna, they're gonna do him. There, okay, here we go. And they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. And it came to pass on the morrow that the firstborn said unto the younger, Behold, I lay yesternight night with my father. Wouldn't it be our father? Uh, let us make him drink wine this night also, and go thou in and lie with him, and we may preserve seed of our father. I, uh, hmm. Oh, oh, boy. And they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger rose and lay with him, and he perceived not when she lay down nor when she arose. Wow. Yeah, uh, I, uh, oh, boy. Why, 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 why? I, whoa, yeah, mm. How drunk do you have to be to not know that living out in the middle of nowhere in a mountain, in a cave, and able to drink wine, thank goodness, but how drunk do you gotta be to go like, oh, oh better not wake her. Now, if maybe there was a detail of like, we disguised ourselves as, uh mountain women, then me, okay, I could kind of go with it as maybe a thing that's believable, but there's a level of drunk that is just on two nights, two nights, two nights of this, at least, that went on with these two, I don't know, ages of these daughters, but young enough to marry, at least, which in these days and ages was was young and vague, and they were married before until, you know, these towns were laid waste to. And somehow coming onto the idea that we gotta preserve the seed of our father. 
maybe it was a noble thing back then. Maybe it was like, no, no, maybe we'll have a son, you know, and it'll continue the line, you know, and, oh, uh, whoa, oh, man, okay. Note that I'm more disgusted by this than by, like, the destruction of an entire town and its inhabitants who God deemed unworthy of both forgiveness as well as, like, redemption. <sighs> okay. All right. So, um... Uh, and they made her father drink that night also, and the younger arose and lay with him, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. Oh, so he got blackout. Like, he's not even really there but they the the daughters are thus were both the daughters of lot with child by their father wouldn't she, yeah wouldn't like mm, wouldn't lot be a little concerned like going like how did how did how did this where, where were you you so they got this out of obviously like putting the pieces together that there weren't any son-in-laws that he brought along with them and therefore after that i mean it's not like they probably left his sight too much I mean, he's got to make sure to protect them, you know, make sure that everything's okay, despite being the fact of, like, probably a very ancient old man. But still being able to, you know, make sure that they're not running off and stuff. So me, uh, how do you miss that? Uh, us were both the daughters of Lot with child by their father. And the firstborn bare his son and called his name Moab. Isn't that a place in Colorado? Uh, the same as the father of the Moabites unto this day. I don't know if there's any Moabites, but, you know, it, when this was written, there probably was some Moabites, and they're like, oh, that's where we were begat. From a daughter, fucking, or father. Great. Maybe it was just a big insult to Moabites, being like, yeah, this is you guys. Fuck you. You guys suck. Uh, and the younger, she also bare a son and named him, uh, and called his name Benami. The same as the father of the children of Ammon unto this day. So already we're starting to maybe insult an entire region of people, the Moabites and the Ammonites, I guess, uh, and going like, this is where you guys were beginning. This is your, this is your origin. Two daughters deciding to incest away. All right. Great. Ugh. Uh, all right, okay, chapter 20, chapter 20, here we go. And Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country, and dwelled between Kadesh and Shur, and surjoined Gerar, and Gerar. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister, and Abelamech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. So we're running into uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're running into the same thing that we ran in with Pharaoh, right? Like, is that a thing? Is that a custom to go like, uh, oh, she's not my wife. You, she's my sister. This all works out. She's also ninety, a ninety-year-old woman, and this Abimelech. King of Gerar sent and took Sarah. Why? Why? Uh, hmm. uh, but God came, and, uh, came to Abimelech 
in the dream in a dream by night and said to him behold thou art but a dead man for the woman which thou hast taken for she is a man's wife which were protecting a liar at this time but you know maybe abraham had to like be safe and maybe there would be a terrible very worse thing that would happen to sarah i don't know man like it just seems like why are we having this extra step what's the point okay uh, but Abimelech had not come near her. Oh, good. And he said, well, she's 90. I mean, how, how near do you want to get? And he said, Lord, wilt thou slay also a righteous man? Okay, so he's obviously a, a uh, God-fearing man. Uh, said he not unto me, she is uh, my sister. Wait. Hold on. Uh, maybe, all right, you know what? I'm going to read this, okay? And we're just going to figure it out together. Said he not unto me, she is my sister, and she, even she herself, said he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocency of my hands have I done this. So, just to piece this together, Abraham shows up in the city of Gerir, Gerar, and says, Sarah is my, Abraham says she is my sister, says of her, says of Sarah, his wife, who is his wife, as we know, but she says to this king, uh, she is my sister, linking, um, and yet Abimelech believes that Abimelech is, that Sarah is his sister now? How do you fuck that up? Okay. Uh, and God said unto a dream, unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that thou didst this in the integrity of thy heart, for I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Therefore suffered I thee not to touch her. Um, now I'm even more confused. Okay, so yea, I... Uh, yeah, I know that thou didst this in the integrity of thy heart. Great, good. You did this because you, you know, this is your sister or something, if you believe that. Or you just took a man's sister and then just didn't do anything with her. Um, which, great, she's 90. And I'm assuming Abimelech is probably about the same ancientiness to, to maybe fuck up the idea that, oh, she's my sister? And come upon decisions of things. Uh, For I also withheld thee from sinning against me, says, says the Lord. Um... So, wait, um, it makes it sound like God had an intervening of this, you know, like he was like, and, you know, this is why you didn't sin because I stopped you. Way to take credit for that shit. Therefore suffered I thee not to touch her. <sighs> Twenty... Chapter 20, I, I, I'm going to need some help. Someone please email me. Help me out with this. Uh, now, therefore, restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet. Okay. And he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. And if thou restore her not, know thou that thou shalt surely die, thou, and all that are thine. Therefore, Abimelech rose early in the morning and called all his servants and told all these things in their ears, and the men were sore afraid. Great. 
Then Abimelech called Abraham and said unto him, What hast thou done unto us? And what have I offered thee, that thou hast brought unto me and on my kingdom a great sin? Thou hast done deeds unto me that ought not be done. Yeah, actually, I'm with Abimelech on this one. This guy, Abraham, shows up, and we don't know much of the beforehand stuff. He just kind of shows up into this city and goes like, This is my sister. And yeah, Abimelech did take her. But for reasons we're not entirely sure, presumably to just plow into a 90-year-old woman, but, you know, for fun. And yet, at the same time, Abraham is making, maybe this is a test? Maybe it's just a thing, is this a worthy kingdom to be a part of? Are they going to be washing our feet and letting us in and sleeping in their beds and offer their daughters before the entire town decides to, you know, murder and rape and pillage and whatever the fuck they want to do? And yet, there's, the, there's kind of errors on both sides of this. That Abraham is just, yeah, she's my sister, and she constantly just disappears, and then God has to come in and go, eh, don't fuck with her, um, and deal with that. Or there's just a misunderstanding, and there doesn't seem to be a reasoning behind the idea of coming to a city being like, you're a woman, instead of saying you're my wife, say you're my sister. That's not going to say, yes, it will. Abraham, that's not going to, Sarah, I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. Uh, whatever. Uh, and Abimelech said unto Abraham, "That what sawest thou that thou hast done this? What sawest thou that thou hast done this thing?" Good. I'm with Abimelech again. And Abraham said, "Because I thought surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will slay me for my wife's sake." Well, I mean, the paranoia is certainly there, um, but there is a fear of God in this place. There is. There has to be. Or it was this terrible image and we, we saw a vision and this is what's happening. And yet... Okay. You know, killing old men is a thing, I guess. And yet, indeed, she is my sister. What? And she is the daughter of my father. and Not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. Didn't she really? Huh. I don't, I don't remember this. That's a thing. Like, if that's a true statement, which we really can't believe Abraham talking to Abimelech, can we? Like, he just keeps on lying to this fucker. She is my wife, but she's also my sister. So we're in a world of incest. Which I guess you could probably look at Adam and Eve as incest also. Came in, coming from the rib, you're coming from blood of my blood. The same sort of idea that we came from the same one guy, essentially, right? Like, looking at it that way. She wasn't made separate, she was made from him. And whether it was a blueprint or whatever, there is something to be said of it. I, I, just, I just don't know. Um... And it came to pass, when God caused me to wander from my father's house, that I said unto her, This is thy kindness, which thou shalt shew unto me. At every place whither we, will come, we shall come, say of me, he is my brother. I mean, yeah, we did say this whole thing before. When they were first wandering in Pharaoh and whatnot. <sighs> but it's, it's a thing. And Abimelech took sheep and oxen and men servants and women servants and gave them unto Abraham and restored him Sarah his wife. Great. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before thee. Dwell where it pleaseth thee. 
That's actually kind of nice, going like, and you know what? I don't want to deal with you. I really don't. Go forth. You can settle in here if you want. Wherever you feel, I don't care. I don't want to deal with you. Great. And unto Sarah he said, Behold, I have given thy brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he is to thee a covering of the eyes unto all that are with thee, and with all other. Thus she was reproved. Oh, wait, okay, so this is Abimelech talking. Okay, let me read that again. And unto Sarah, he said, so he says unto uh, Abraham, being like, you can go, you can live anywhere in my land. And unto Sarah, he said, behold, I have given thy brother a thousand pieces of silver. Look, I'm giving your husband and or brother, maybe, a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he is to thee a covering of the eyes unto all that are with thee and with all other. Thus she was reproved. Okay, so... Okay, why the covering of the eyes unto all that are with thee and all other? Why is there that extra sentence? I'm sure the New International Version it says, I gave him some silver. Have fun. So Abraham prayed unto God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bare children. We didn't know they were infertile or, or anything. And Abimelech already had a wife, so was he going to use Sarah as a ancient and slightly decrepit, but now can bear children just other woman? <sighs> or maybe this entire land of uh, Gerir is like just, well, this is it. This is all we got, and this is... Uh, we got to start having kids, I hope, and I really would have loved some, you know, paraphrasing beforehand. But, you know, I, I guess we just got to kind of go with the story as it is. Okay, so great. You know, children everywhere. We can make, yeah, we can make children. For the Lord had fast closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abram's wife. Oh, why wouldn't you put verse 18 way up there? Like, terrible. Much terrible. Okay. God is vengeful. God is a lot of things. And much splitskies. I mean, uh, it's not a good, I mean, we're just slowly punishing people, it just seems, for doing stuff that seems common. But, I mean, it's not right, necessarily, but it's... I mean, who said that this was, a, like, the right thing to do? Oh, she's, she's your sister? Once again, we run into this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Off she goes, and Abraham just goes, well, well, they didn't kill me again. Oddly. It seems I'm seeing, seeing a pattern here. Huh. Gnarly. Okay. Well, okay, we got through... 19 and 20. That was fantastic. Good and fun. You got some really good reactions out of me. That was, it was, it was interesting. Wasn't it? Like, that was a lot of weird, a lot of, a lot of just interesting dealings and, you know, what have you. You know, ugh, gross. 
Okay, so we got through that. Next time, we're going to go through the next couple of chapters. Uh, we're slowly approaching halfway through Genesis, which is super cool. Um, I'm hoping you guys are enjoying this just as much as I am and just considering little bits and little bits of the Bible at a time. I'm certainly enjoying myself as, as much as I can with all the incest and just weirdness and why are they doing what they're doing and what's the deal? And then trying to figure out why why it is and what the story is trying to tell us, you know, I think, maybe. And then, of course, you know, I want you guys to chime in with your stories because I can't figure this out all, my, all on my own. And I do need some help, man. I do. I really, really do. And how you do that? Well, it's pretty easy. All you got to do, uh, you can subscribe to, of course, the podcast. And we're everywhere. Oh, my goodness. We figured out the uh, iTunes debacle. So now we're back in business, baby. And we're ready to rock. Um, so uh, you can subscribe. You can write some uh, reviews on, like, this guy's full of shit or this guy's got the right idea or whatever. And we're very happy um, to get those reviews because it really helps us out with, you know, just showing off the podcast and getting more people to listen and and getting more folks to, to chime in and go, you know, I thought about this, and I was thinking that, and I think you're wrong about this, and I think you're right about that. And I'd love to hear from you guys. So all you got to do, uh, you can uh, friend me on the on the Twitter with uh, at according, uh, no, at accord too stupid on Twitter, right? And uh, you can email me at according to stupid at gmail.com. That's easy enough, right? A-C-C-O-R-D-I-N-G-T-O-S-T-U-P-I-D at gmail.com. Good fun, right? Uh, we are on the face place. Uh, what else? Well, okay, so we're on, uh, we're on Patreon. So if you feel the need to do, just throw a dollar or just a little bit of support to our way, that'd be super handy, super nice. That means we get, you know, a little bit of extra stuff as the months start to go on and things start to trickle a little bit and that's that's always good right that's always super fun um let's see what else we're oh yeah we're starting to be on the youtube which has been i i know it's just been a tedious sort of process and i intend to hop on that as soon as i possibly can um but for right now the intro and the uh, first chapter are up there right now which is handy so you know, eventually I'm just going to, that's going to be one of the things I just constantly update, you know. Um, but we are, let's see, we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes, we should be on play, uh, Google Play, we're on Player FM, and uh, we just put ourselves up on uh, TuneIn, as well as, uh, what's the other one? Oh, yeah, uh, and, and Blueberry, or B-L-U-B-R-R-Y, um, which apparently is a huge podcasting dealio site thing that works out wonders, right? Um, let's see. So that's about it. That's about all. So I should be putting up another one or, uh, later on this week. Um, depending on how my schedule goes, it might be later in the evening. It might be sometime in the morning. We'll see how things kind of, kind of flow. The next couple of days I'm, I'm running around quite a bit during the daytime. So, you know, I'll, I'll try to put up some episodes and things and maybe record this and the next one earlier, just so I can you know, post for you guys and make sure that, you know, I'm constantly updating because that's always the rule number one about making anything is to be constant and, and making stuff great. So, so yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. Um, thank you guys so much. It really does mean a lot when you do send an email because I love reading them in the beginning and it really does enlighten us as well as probably other, other listeners. And you don't have to use your actual name. In fact, if you want to go by an alias or something like that, that's perfectly fine. 
Um, I would be more than happy. And if you don't want me to read it, I don't have to read it on the on the uh, podcast. It doesn't matter. Like you could just be like, "Hey, don't read this," but I need you to know that this is this is what I think, and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. True, it wouldn't be nice to help other people, but if you just need me to know your thoughts and concerns and hate mail or fan mail or whatever, handy dandy, you know, you do your thing. You do you, boo boo, or wherever the fuck that thing's from. I don't know. I just stole it from my girl. Ugh. Um, that's it. That's all I got for you guys. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll be putting up something soon. Hope it's been good for you. It certainly was good for me. You guys rock. Have awesome. And I hope to hear from you guys. Love you all. Bye. You know who makes really good music? Royalty-free music. Well, that'd be my good buddy slash guy I've never met. Guy at www.bensound.com. With the music that has been playing in this podcast, it's been fantastic. The song, uh, yeah, that's the title you want, man. That's the thing you want playing on your iPod all the time. That's the thing you want to listen to day in and day out when you're done listening to the podcast. What's the point in life when I can't listen to the theme music that's just haphazardly pasted at the beginning and the end? Well, I can tell you that at www.bensound.com, the song is called Sunny, and you can just Mm, just delve in deep to just that song or any other song that just so happens to catch your fancy because good God does he make some good music for everybody. So check him out. 